this week's Parsha is Parsha Zisroy, and we'll start our shir in chapter 19, verse number 3. At this point, the Jewish people are already next to Mount Sinai, right before they are going to receive the Torah. And the Pasuk says, O Moshe Allah El Elohim. Moshe went up to Elohim, and we assume that here it means that he went up the mountain. Vayikro Elav Hashem min Nahar Leimor. Hashem called them from the mountain saying, Koisoi mar leveis Yaakov, so should you say to the house of Yaakov, Vesagate livnei Israel, and you should tell to the children of Israel. We are first going to focus our shir in the beginning of this pasuk, where the pasuk says, Umoyshe Allah el Eloikim, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Eloikim, Vayikro elav Hashem min ahar and Hashem called them from the mountain saying, The Rechaim HaKodesh asks, Why did Moshe Rabbeinu go up before Hashem called them? Meaning, it should have said, Vayikro Elof Hashem Minahar, Moshe That after Hashem called them from the mountain, then Moshe Rabbeinu went up the mountain. And yet, the Pasuk says, that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim, and then Hashem called them from the mountain. The Eben Ezra is also bothered by this question. Therefore, the Eben Ezra changes the meaning of the Pasuk, and he says that when it's written, Vayikro elav Hashem min ahar, that Hashem called them from the mountain, it means that Hashem had already called them from the mountain, that Chas Sholom Moshe Rabbeinu, would have not have gotten up the mountain if Hashem hadn't called them and given them permission. Therefore, according to the Eben Ezra, the Pasuk is meant to say like that, Moshe Allah went up to Hashem. Why? Because Vayikro Elav Hashem in Because Hashem had already called them from the mountain. And Devanezer adds that you shouldn't think that Moshe Rabbeinu went up higher than the mountain. Moshe Rabbeinu only went up to the mountain and not higher because the Shechina had come down to the mountain. Even though it's written later on in Pasuk number 20. Vayed Hashem Ahal Har Sinai, the Hashem came down to Mount Sinai, which seems to imply that up until then, the Shechina was higher than the mountain, was really in the heavens, and consequently implies that Moshe Rabbeinu went higher than the mountain. The Ezra says that this is just done for the Jewish people, meaning that Hashem revealed the Shechina on top of the mountain for the Jewish people, but the Shechina was on top of the mountain when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, and he didn't go higher than the mountain. The Rachaim, before he answers his question, asks another question. Why is it written, Moshe that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim? It should have been written, Moshe Rabbeinu went up the mountain. And the Rachaim says that true that the Medrash Rabbi in Parsha Zisroi, Parsha Chofches, says that Hadau Dechsif, this is what's meant in the Pasuk in Tehillim, 68, where it says, Olisa Lamorim, that you went up into the heights, into heaven, Shoviso Shevi, and you took a captive, meaning you took down the Torah, which means, according to the Gemara, in Shabbos Daf, Peiches Omed Beis, 88b, that says that Moshe Rabbeinu had an argument with the angels, because the angels weren't ready to let the Jewish people take the Torah until Moshe Rabbeinu had to quarrel with them and prove to them 
that the Torah only applies to human beings and doesn't apply to angels, then the Madrash says that from here, that says that Moshe Rabbeinu went to Elohim, that means that Moshe Rabbeinu went up all the way to heaven and he went arguing with the angels. But Dorachai Makoder says that if this is really the stamp shot, the regular interpretation of the verse, that Moshe Rabbeinu really went up all the way to heaven, higher than the mountain, then when the Pasuk says, Vaikro Elof Hashem Minahar, that Hashem called them from the mountain, that means that Hashem was in a lower place than Moshe Rabbeinu, because Moshe Rabbeinu is up in heaven arguing with the angels, and yet Hashem is in the mountain. And that can be that Hashem should be in a lower place than Moshe Rabbeinu. Then the Rachaim is bothered. Why is it written Moshe Rabbeinu went to Elohim? And then it says that Hashem spoke to him from the mountain. We know that there are different manifestations of Hashem. And Elohim is when Hashem shows his strong arm. When he is strong and he has all the power. And the name Hashem, Yudke Vavke, denotes when Hashem is merciful, when Hashem is Rachamim. And here the Pasuk says that Moshe Rabbeinu went to Elohim, which denotes Moshe Rabbeinu went to the strong God. Why then is the response, Vaikra Elov Hashem Minahar, that Hashem spoke from the mountain, that the merciful God spoke from the mountain. The response should have been, Vaikra Elov Elohim Minahar, that Elohim, the strong God, called them from the mountain. The Rechaim HaKudosh answers simply that since in Parshas Shmos, in chapter 3, verse number 12, it's written there, When I'll take the nation out of Egypt, Tavdun as how Elohim al you'll serve Hashem in this mountain, there Hashem used the name Elohim, and the mountain he was referring was Mount Sinai, where the burning bush had been. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu saw himself at the foot of the mountain. Moshe Rabbeinu realized that Hashem wants us to serve him on this mountain, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu did not delay and did not have to wait till Hashem calls him from the mountain, and he went up by himself to the mountain. Because since Hashem already told him that he is going to serve him on this mountain, Moshe Rabbeinu decided to go up by himself. Because had he delayed, he would have seen as he doesn't want it or he's neglecting his duty. Because the whole purpose of going out of Egypt was for us to serve Elohim on this mountain. Therefore, the Pasuk says, O Moshe Allah, Elo Elohim, that Moshe Rabbeinu went up by himself to Elohim. The Rahim continues and says that since Hashem saw how much Moshe Rabbeinu wants to do his will, how he is doing our awakening here, that he wants to receive the Torah, he wants to serve Hashem, therefore Vaikra Elof Hashem Minahar, that awakens in Hashem Amidas Orachamim, Amida of kindness, that now Hashem calls him from the mountain. Meaning, since you want to do something, you are prepared to serve Hashem, then Hashem sees that, and Hashem goes and calls you 
and does what you want. And Hashem is very pleased with what you did. Therefore, even though it was originally Elohim, but because you wanted something, you triggered the service of Hashem, you did awakening here on earth, Hashem equivalently does awakening in heaven, and He does what you want. The Rachaim HaKodesh says that this is the sad, the secret, what's written in Bereshit chapter 2, verse number 6, that the eight Yala Minores, that when a mist comes out from the ground, then the Hishko adds Kopni Adama, then Hashem irrigates the whole earth. Meaning that you have to try to do a little action here on earth, that the mist is coming up from earth, then Hashem triggers that the rain will come down from heaven. That only when you ready yourself to receive Hashem's blessing, then Hashem gives you the blessings. That you have to do an action to be worthy to receive Hashem's blessings, to show that you are ready, that you are willing to accept the holiness, then Hashem gives you the rest. Therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu came up to Elohim, then that triggered that that Hashem called him from the mountain. The Rachaim HaKadosh continues and disagrees with the Ezra and says that Hashem wasn't at the mountain like the Ezra says because he'll only come down to the mountain later on. Right now Hashem is in heaven but Hashem wants that the voice to Moshe Rabbeinu should come first to the mountain and then to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why it's written, Hashem Minahar, that Hashem wanted that the voice of Hashem should be heard as it is coming out of the mountain and not from heaven. But the Rachaim HaKodesh does not explain why did Hashem want that the voice should come out for the mountain. Why didn't Hashem make it that the voice should come out of heaven? What is the message to Moshe Rabbeinu that the voice comes out from the mountain? I wanted to answer this based on the Yalkut Pisra and Torah, which the Yalkut Pisra and Torah says that when it's written in the Pasuk, Moshe Allah, El Walaikim, that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim, to Hashem, it's Kaviyachal, like it would be written that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Hashem, that he became almost higher than Hashem. And he brings a proof, because Moshe Rabbeinu made a gzeira, he made a decree in Parshas Koirach, Bamidbar, chapter 16, verse number 30, where it says there, V'im beriyo ivro Hashem, and if a creation Hashem will create, upotoso ha'adoma espio, and the earth will open its mouth, and will swallow them, and everything that they have, meaning that if Hashem will create a new thing, and the earth will open its mouth, and swallow the congregation of Korach, and everybody who is rebelling against Hashem, and we see that Hashem fulfilled what Moshe Rabbeinu decreed. And in the opposite, when Hashem made a decree, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to annul his decree. Because in Parsha Shlach, by the sin of the spies, where Hashem wants to kill all the Jewish people, Moshe Rabbeinu stands in front of Hashem, and he says on chapter 14, verse number 19, Shlach please forgive the sin of these people. And then on Pasuk number 20, Hashem says, Hashem, 
Hashem forgave as Moshe Rabbeinu has spoken, meaning Hashem had already theoretically made a decree that the Jewish people should be annihilated, that everybody who was involved in the sin of the spies should die, and Moshe Rabbeinu is able to change that decree and cancel it until Hashem forgives as Moshe Rabbeinu had said. So we see that Hashem gives Moshe Rabbeinu a power that now Moshe Rabbeinu is almost at the level of Hashem, that he decrees and Hashem does, and he allows Moshe Rabbeinu even to stop the decrees of Hashem. So based on this Yalkut Pinsron Torah, I wanted to say that this is exactly what Hashem wants to tell Moshe Rabbeinu by having the voice coming from the mountain. Meaning that according to the Rachaim, the Shekhinah did not come down on Mount Sinai itself until what's written chapter 19, verse number 20, that Hashem came down to Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain. Then every time Moshe Rabbeinu is going up, he's not going up the mountain according to the Rachaim, he's really going up El Elohim to the heavens, to Elohim. As the Medrash is down, that Oliso Lamorim, that you went up to heavens, Shavis Hoshevi, and you took a captive, meaning you took down the Torah which means that Moshe Rabbeinu really went up to heavens and there he had the arguments with the angels. Since Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heavens and according to the Yalkut Pistron Torah, that means that he really achieved the level of Hashem, Hashem specifically wants him to know that he is now at a great level. He is in a level that even if he makes a decree, Hashem will answer it. And if Hashem makes a decree, Hashem gives the power now to Moshe Rabbeinu to cancel it, and Hashem wants Moshe Rabbeinu to know the power that he holds now, therefore Hashem made sure that the voice that speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu comes down from the mountain, which is a lower place than Moshe Rabbeinu now, because Moshe Rabbeinu is in heaven, and the voice of Hashem is not coming from heaven, but is coming down from a lower place from the mountain to signify to Moshe Rabbeinu that Hashem is giving him the power now to cancel the decrees of Hashem and also to make decrees and Hashem will fulfill it. To show that Hashem made a point that the voice of Hashem is not coming from a higher place, but it's coming from a lower place than Moshe Rabbeinu that's coming from the mountain. The Ponim Yafas explains that here at this juncture, Moshe Rabbeinu achieved a high level of holiness that in the beginning by the burning bush in chapter 3 verse number 10 it's written by Yaster Moshe Ponov that Moshe hid his face because he was afraid to look into Elohim, into Hashem that was in the beginning when he first saw Hashem but now at this juncture he merited to have a great level that now he's called Ish Elohim, a man of Hashem. Like it's written in the Pasuk, Moshe Allah, Moshe was elevated El Elohim to the level of Elohim, to the level that Moshe now is the man of Elohim. And also at this juncture, he merited to have the special awe of Hashem that's called Elohim. As the Zohar in the introduction, Dafyut Aleph Ahmed Beis says, and that is what Chazal mean in Brachas, Daf Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis 33b, where the Gemara there says on the verse in Parshas Ekev, Tevarim chapter 10, verse number 12, 
where it says, V'ato Yisrael, and now Israel, Mo Hashem Elokecho Shoel Mimoch, what is Hashem your God asking of you? Ki im le'iros Hashem Elokecho, only to fear Hashem, lo'leches bechol devorov, to go in all his ways, u'lahavo oisoy, and to love him. The Gemara asks, is fear of Hashem such a small thing that Moshe Rabbeinu says that all Hashem asks of you is to fear Him? The Gemara answers yes. Regarding Moshe Rabbeinu who had so much, this is considered a small thing. And here Moshe Rabbeinu achieved that level that Yira was a small thing because he achieved the level of Elohim, which the Ponim Yafus says the combination of Yira and Ahava of awe of Hashem and love of Hashem, because you see that the end of the Pasuk says that and to love Him, meaning there is a combination of Yira and Ahava, which is Yira Elyoina, which is the upper level of awe, and that is the level that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved, and since that Yira also comes from the level of Ahava, of love of Hashem, therefore that Yira triggers Chesed, therefore right after Moshe Rabbeinu was able to achieve the level of Elohim, then Vaikra Elof Hashem Minar. Then Hashem, which is Midas the attribute of kindness and mercy, called them from the mountain because Hashem was pleased by Moshe's Rabbeinu elevation to that level. The Troira Moir in Parsha Zazinu says that Moshe Ola Elohim, that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the level of Elohim, is based on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Davchof Alafamet Beis, where the Gemara there says that Rav Shmuel, the Amru Travayo, that Rav Shmuel both say that there is 50 gates of wisdom in the world. All of them were given to Moshe Rabbeinu, but one. As it's written in Tehillim, chapter 8, verse number 6, Vatachasreyu me'at melokim, that you made them just a little less than godliness. Which means that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to achieve the 49 level of wisdoms. So here, when it's written in the Pasuk, it means that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the level of Elohim, of knowing all the wisdoms. The Maharal in his Drashas adds that only because Moshe Rabbeinu prepared himself to get the wisdom, therefore he was able to get that level of wisdom. And this is based on the Gemara in Brachas, Dafnun Hei, Ahmed Aleph, where the Gemara there brings the Pasuk in Daniel chapter 2, verse number 21, where it says, Yav Chachmaso Lechakimin, that Hashem gives wisdom to the wise. The Gemara there says, Sheina Kodesh Baruch Noisen Chachma, Ela Lemi Sheyesh Boy Chachma, that Hashem only gives wisdom for a person that already has wisdom, that is already prepared for that wisdom. Meaning that only because Moshe Rabbeinu took his own initiative and he decided to go up by himself to receive the Torah without him being asked by Hashem, that is the only reason that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved that level. Because Hashem gives only to a person who wants to receive it and he prepares himself to receive it. You can't expect that a person should receive this wisdom automatically without any effort. You have to be koeveya itim le Torah. You have to establish time that you want to learn Torah. You have to put the effort to learn. Then Hashem will give you the wisdom to continue. But you can't expect that you just sit down and Hashem will give you the wisdom. And therefore, only because Moshe Allah, Moshe wanted to go up, therefore he was able to achieve 
Elohim to the level of Elohim to the level of wisdom which is close to Hashem. And only because he did that, therefore Vayikroel of Hashem Minahar, therefore Hashem called him from Mount Sinai and Hashem is ready to give him the Torah. Because Moshe Rabbeinu put the effort to want to receive the Torah, therefore Hashem actually gives him the Torah. And therefore he triggered Hashem the Midas HaChesed that he'll give the Torah even for those who aren't yet totally worthy. Sefer Mayona Parsha notes that here Moshe Rabbeinu went up by himself towards Elohim. Because it's written Moshe Allah El Ho Elohim as we mentioned that he took his own initiative and he went up all the way to heaven. Even though we know that there are other people that went up to heaven, as it's written in the passage by Hanoch in Bereshis chapter 5, verse number 24, by Salah Hanoch as Elohim, that Hanoch walked with Hashem ve'inenu, and he is no longer here, ki lokach oiso Elohim, that Hashem took him, and according to the Mepharshim, Hashem took him up to heaven, and he became there, according to Talmud ben Uziel, an angel Matatroin. And the other person we know that came up to heaven is Eliyahanovi. And Eliyahanovi came up in a chariot of fire to heaven. But either Hanoch or Eliyahu, both of them had help in order to come up to heaven. They didn't go up by themselves. The only one that didn't need any help to go up to heaven is Moshe Rabbeinu. As it's written, Moshe Allah El Elohim, that Moshe Rabbeinu on his own merits was able to go up to heaven. We see that Moshe Rabbeinu did not need Hashem's help in order to come up to heaven. Another person that Rashi says does not need Hashem's help to do things is Avram Avinu. Because Rashi in Parshas Noah, chapter 6, verse number 9, where it says, Noach, that with Hashem Noah walked, Rashi notes that Uvavram Oimer is Salach Lefanai, that by Avram Avinu in Bereshis chapter 17, verse number 1, it says, is Salach Lefanai, that he walks in front of me, meaning that Avram Avinu does need Hashem's help to walk. Avram Avinu walks in front of Hashem. Rashi explains what's the difference. Rashi says, Noach Oyotzurech Sad Lesamchoi, Noach needed something to support him, meaning Hashem had to show him the way, Hashem had to help him to walk in front of him. But Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu on his own merit was able to walk in front of Hashem. He didn't need Hashem to help him walk. So we see that Avram Avinu is also a person that didn't need Hashem's help to get where he needs to get, that he got on his own merit. Sefer Mayana Parsha brings a third person, and that person is the Gemara in Baba Metziah, Daf Pehei Omad Beis 85b, which is Rabchia. The Gemara there tells an interesting story regarding the holiness of Rabchia. The Gemara says that Rabchaviva once met Rabchaviva Bar Surmakei, who once related to him the following story, that once there was this rabbi, which Eliyahu Anavi used to always come to him, and once I saw him, that in the morning his eyes were completely fine, but when I saw him at night, his eyes appeared to be singed. I asked him what happened. This rabbi tells Rabchaviva Bar Sumaki that once he asked Eliyahu Anavi that he would like to see 
the rabbis when they go up to the heavenly academies. Meaning, we know that after you die, you still go to learn in Yeshiva Shalmala, in the heavenly academy. This rabbi wanted to see how the rabbis go up to the heavenly academy. Eliyahu tells him that you could look at the thrones of all the rabbis when they go up, but on the throne of Rabchia, you're not allowed to look at them. This rabbi asked Eliyahu how do I know which one is the throne of Rabchia in order for me not to look? Eliyahu tells him that all the rabbis have angels helping carry their throne up to the heavenly academy, but Rabchia's throne goes up by himself. He doesn't need any angels to help him go up. The Gemara says that this rabbi couldn't resist and he gazed at the throne of Rabchia. Two sparks of fire came and they singed his eye. The Gemara continues and says that this rabbi went to pray at the grave of Rabchia and he told Rabchia that he is always learning the Baraisis of Rabchia and he was healed. From here, Sefer Mayonaya Parsha says that we see that Rabchia also is a person that doesn't need any help to ascend to the heavenly academy, that he has the power to do it on his own. And Sefer Mayonaya Parsha wants to find out what is the common thing that Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabchia, and Avram Avinu did that they merited not to need the help of Hashem that they could ascend to great levels on their own. Sefer Mayana Parsha explains that the common thing that all these three people had is that they seemingly were giving up from their time of closeness to Hashem and that is exactly what brought them to a higher level of closeness to Hashem. Meaning that we know that Avram Avinu was always busy with Achnosa Zorchim bringing in guests. When you're busy bringing in guests, you're busy cooking, you're busy slaughtering, you're busy talking, and you are not actually working on your relationship with Hashem. You are trying to work with your relationship with people by bringing these people closer to Hashem. But you are giving up from your own personal learning time, from your own personal connection to Hashem. Whereas Noah had the opposite. Noah did not want to deal with people. He always had a close connection to Hashem. He was always doing his, his bodhidas, his meditation to get very close to Hashem, that he didn't have time to other people. Therefore, Noah needed Hashem's help to get where he needs to get. And Avram Avinu, quite opposite, because he gave up of his time of Hashem, Hashem rewarded him that he doesn't need any help and is able to go to a higher level on his own. So we see that Hashem rewarded Avram Avinu that all the time that he spent without learning, but he spent because of Hashem, Hashem viewed it as his learning, as his having the connection, so much so that he is superior to Noah, who is always studying and always connected to Hashem. The same thing he says was the story of Rabchia, because the Gemara there brings a story that when Rabchia and Nina, Rabchia were arguing, Rabchanina said to Rabchia that, Why are you arguing with me? Chaz heaven forbid, if Torah is forgotten, 
I could bring back the Torah through my deliberations. Meaning that through my sharpness and my wit, I could bring back the Torah the way it was. Rabchia tells Rabchanina, with me you are arguing, I make it that the Torah should not be forgotten from the Jewish people. What did Rabchia used to do? The Gemara says that Rabchia went and he sowed flax, and then he went and weaved nets from the flax, and then he trapped dares with these nets, and then Rabchia slaughtered those dares. He fed the dare meat to the orphans, and from the skin of the dare he prepared Megillah's parchment, and on the parchment he wrote the Hamisho Chum the five books of Moses, and he went to a town and he taught five small children to each one. He taught one book of the five books of Moses, and then he took six children and he taught to each one one of the Sidra Mishnah, one of the orders of the Mishnah, and he said that until I come back, please teach one another, and so he went to a different place, and so too he continued to make sure that the Torah is never forgotten from the Jewish people. So we see that Rabchia was busy doing mundane things, he was busy sowing flax, he was busy making nets, he was busy trapping animals, he was busy making parchment, and he did all this in order to cause the Torah to be enhanced, in order to get the connection to Hashem, because of his seemingly waste of time by doing this, that is exactly what caused them to become greater. Because Hashem blessed him for his efforts that all the time that he was spending, Hashem viewed as he was completely involved in his connection to Hashem. And therefore Hashem gave him this great reward that his throne could ascend without any help from others. Everybody else who was involved in learning has to have help to have his throne ascend to heaven. But Rabchia's throne ascended to heaven by itself, even though there must be sharper people than Rabchia, people that learned more Torah than Rabchia. But since Rabchia gave up of his time in order to teach, in order to enhance Hashem's world, and he did it L'Shem Shemaim, therefore Hashem rewarded him that he achieved a greater level than all the other rabbis. And Sefer Mayona Parsha explains that this is the same thing that happened with Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, in the beginning of Parsha Zisro, is sitting from morning to night judging the people. By him judging the people, obviously he is losing from his personal connection to Hashem. That in itself is what gave him the strength to be able to Allah Elohim, to be able to go up to Hashem. The fact that he gave up his time, the Betzach Tzibur, for the people, that is exactly what Hashem is rewarding him. And because of that, Moshe Allah Elohim, Moshe Rabbeinu could go on his own strength to Hashem. Sefer Shem answers all these questions based on what's written in the Gemara in Horius Tafyud Dalet Ahmed Aleph. There the Gemara says that Rabbi Yosef Sinai, that Rabbi Yosef was called Sinai. Rashi explains that Sinai means somebody who has his Mishnas and his Baraisas organized as they would be given at Sinai. Therefore they called Rabbi Yosef Sinai. And Rabbi was called Oiker Harim, somebody who is able to uproot a mountain, meaning 
that he has, that he excels in sharp power of analysis. He has pilpul and is a very sharp person. And even if you have a question which seems like a mountain, Rabbe is able to uproot this mountain. Therefore, Rabbe was called Oiker Harim, somebody who is able to uproot a mountain. They sent to Israel to find out which is greater, meaning they have to establish the position of a chief rabbi. Who should be the chief rabbi? Sinai, meaning Rabbi Yosef, should be the chief rabbi, or Oiker Harim, or Rabbe should be the chief rabbi. They answered from Israel that Sinai Adif, that you better make the position of chief rabbi somebody who is Sinai, meaning that somebody who has his Bermishnas and Baraisas organized and has brought knowledge, he is the one that should be the chief rabbi. The Gemara says that even though they sent from Israel that Rabbi Yosef should be the chief rabbi, nonetheless Rabbi Yosef did not accept the position and he gave that position to Rabbi. And the Gemara continues and says that during 22 years, Rabbi was the chief rabbi. And after 22 years, after Rabbi died, Rabbi Yosef became chief rabbi. And the Gemara says that during these 22 years that Rabbi was chief rabbi, Rabbi Yosef wouldn't even call the bloodletter to his house in order not to give the impression that he is exerting certain authority. Sefer Shemeroish wants to explain this Gemara, what is going on, based on the Gemara in Soita Dav Hei Omedalev. There, the Gemara says, Omar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, medas A person should always learn from his Creator, meaning from Hashem, what we learn, that he should always be humble. Because Hashem, when it came time to give the Torah, left all the mountains and high plains. And Hashem decided to rest His presence on Mount Sinai. And another thing Hashem did. Hashem left all the good trees. And Hashem decided to put His presence in a thorn bush. So we see that Hashem likes humility. Therefore, Rabbi Yosef says, a person should learn from Hashem and be humble. The Messiah Sashas brings that this last example of the snare, it's not written in the Iyun Yaakov. And the Meiri actually implies that they do belong into the Shas. The reason that the second part is not here according to the Iyun Yaakov is because the Iyun Yaakov asks a very strong question. Why does Rabbi Yosef need to have two proofs of Hashem's humility? Why wasn't it enough the proof of Sinai that since Hashem rested His presence on Sinai that should be a proof enough that Hashem likes humility? Or why isn't the snare enough proof that Hashem is humble that He requires to have another proof of Mount Sinai? Sefer Shemeroj says that you really require to have both proofs because both address a separate situation. Meaning, there is two types of people that are humble. One is a person that doesn't like honor. He decides that he is going to do without honor. And then there is a person that he doesn't like honor, but when somebody gives him honor, he really enjoys it. And from these two examples, the Sneh and Mount Sinai, we learn that both situations 
are not okay because Hashem ran away from both situations. Meaning, the first situation is a situation of a person who doesn't like honor. He is not looking for honorable things. He goes to the most humble thing. And that is a situation of the snare. Because Hashem could have put his Shekhinah on any good tree. And he decides to put his Shekhinah, his divine presence, on the thorn bush. The second situation is the situation where the honor comes to you. And even though the honor comes to you, Hashem still rejected. And that is the situation of Mount Sinai. Because the Gemari Megillah Daf Choftes Amadalev 29a says that what's written in Apostle Tehillim 68 verse number 17 where it says Lomot Teratzdun Harim Gavnunim Why do you prance your mountain of peaks? Meaning your tall mountains. The Gemara explains that the mountains Tabor and Carmel came that Hashem should give the Torah on them because it's written in Yermiyahu chapter 46 verse number 18 Kika Tabor Behorim, like the Tabor in mountains, like the Mount Carmel in the sea, Yavoy, meaning that Mount Carmel crossed the sea to come, and this was when Hashem gave the Torah, and a heavenly voice came out and said, Why are you prancing? Why are you coming here? You are all considered blemished in comparison to Sinai, because it's written here, Mountains Gavnunim, and it's written in Vayikra chapter 21, verse number 20, Oy Gibein, Oy Dak, regarding the blemishes of a coin, that Oy Gibein, Oy Dak, if a coin has long eyebrows, or he has a membrane on his eye, that's considered a blemish, then the word Gabninim comes from the word Gibein, which Hashem told those mountains that you shouldn't come here, because you are all considered blemished in comparison to Sinai. Because you are haughty, and Hashem decided to put His divine presence on top of Sinai. Again, Sefer Shemarosh explains that these both examples of Rabbi Yosef address two different situations. The first, the snare, addresses a situation where Hashem went to the lowest of trees, the thorn bush, and rested His Shekhinah there, shunning more beautiful trees, which teaches us that we should be humble and not run after beautiful things after COVID. And the second example of Sinai taught us that even though the honor came to you, you should still not enjoy that honor, you should run away from that honor and change it to a humble thing. Because Mount Tabor and Mount Carmel came here for Hashem to give the Torah on top of them, meaning they were giving the honor to Hashem. Hashem doesn't have to go running for honor. The honor came to Hashem. Nonetheless, Hashem rejected it, and Hashem decided that He should put His divine presence only on Sinai. It's important to know that this saying came from Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef not only used to say that a person should always be humble, he actually practiced what he preached. Because the Gemara insulted of Memtes Ahmed Beis, there says that after Rabbi died, there was no more humility. The Gemara says, Omar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, Do not learn the Mishnah that after Rabbi died, there was no more humility. The Ikana, because I am still alive, which means that I am very humble. Sefer Shemerosh then brings the Gemara in Tainis Dav Zayinu Medal of 7a, where the Gemara says, is coming, that the Torah only stays in somebody who is humble. 
Therefore, says Sefer Shemeroj, that since Rabbi Yosef was such a humble person, he merited that all the Torah that he learned should stay with him. And therefore, they called him Sinai, because he was like Sinai, which Sinai was humble. But Rabbi wasn't as humble as Rabbi Yosef. Therefore, unfortunately, Rabbi did not merit to have Oish Torah organized as Rabbi Yosef. They called him Oiker Harim, that he removed he did not learn from the mountains that since Rabbi was more haughty than Rabbi Yosef, he did not have his learning so organized as Rabbi Yosef, but nonetheless he was sharper. But he was called Oiker Harim, a person who removes the mountain because he did not learn the lesson from the mountains that you are required to be humble. Therefore also, even though they sent from Israel that Sinai Odif, that somebody who is humble, is better, meaning that they should give to Rav Yosef the position. But since Rav Yosef learned also from Sinai that when honor comes to you, you should shun that honor, therefore Rav Yosef did not accept the position of being the chief rabbi. Because in the same way that Mount Tabor and Mount Carmel came to Hashem, the honor already came. Nonetheless, Hashem did not want to use that honor, did not want to give the Torah on top of them. So too, even though the honor came to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef decided to shun that honor and not take the position of chief rabbi until Rabbi passed away, where there was nobody to take that position. In that case, Rabbi Yosef felt obligated to take that position. Regarding our Pasuk, Sefer Shemeroj introduces and says that we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble person on earth, as the Pasuk clearly says in Parshas Baha'u'llah, in Bamidbar chapter 12, verse number 3. And we know that because he was so humble, when Hashem told him to go to Paroi to tell Paroi to release the Jewish people, Moshe Rabbeinu felt that he is not worthy, that he is not in the position to go to Paroi. Mefarshim asks, why wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu humble here when he was chosen to be the messenger of the Jewish people to receive the Torah? Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu put up an argument in the same way that he put up when Hashem told him to go to tell Paroi to release the Jewish people? Mefarshim answered that since Moshe Rabbeinu looked where Hashem is giving the Torah, meaning that he looked at Sinai, and he saw that Mount Tabor and Mount Carmel came and wanted to receive the Torah on top of them, yet Hashem told them that they are all blemished in comparison to Mount Sinai because Mount Sinai is a lowly mountain, which is a sign of humility, then Moshe Rabbeinu realized that the only reason that he was chosen is specifically because of his humility, meaning that because of the humility of Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem likes humbleness, therefore specifically Hashem chose Moshe Rabbeinu. Then if Moshe Rabbeinu would put up an argument and show more humility, then the more he would be chosen to be the messenger of the Jewish people. Therefore here, Moshe Rabbeinu decided that he is not going to wait till Hashem tells him to go. He will go anyways, because if he shows humility, the more reason why he should go. And Sefer Shemeroi says that this is also the meaning of the first Mishnah in Masechta's Avois, Perek Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, where it says, Moshe, Kibbal Torah, Sinai, that Moshe received Torah from Sinai, meaning that Moshe received the Torah from the idea that Hashem gave the Torah in Sinai, meaning because 
Moshe Rabbeinu is the most humble person as Sinai, therefore he received the Torah. Therefore, Sefer Shemroi says that this is the meaning of the Pasuk. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Hashem to receive the Torah. Why did he go up to Hashem? Because, because he realized that Hashem is calling him from the mountain, and that mountain is Mount Sinai. He realized that Hashem is only using him because he's humble. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim. He felt being asked because he realized that if he's going to try to stall because of his humility, then the more reason Hashem has to give him the job. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim because Hashem called him from Mount Sinai and Hashem showed that he likes humility. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Elohim. I wanted to answer this idea that Moshe Rabbeinu achieved now the level of Elohim based on Rashi in Parshish Kisiso and Rashi in the beginning of Aikra. Rashi in Parshish Kisiso, after the Jewish people did the golden calf, there in chapter 32, verse number 7, the verse says, Leich reit, go down, because your nation has corrupted. Rashi says, Leich reit, go down, reit megidulascha, go down from your greatness. I only gave you this greatness, your position, because of the Jewish people. And since the Jewish people did the golden calf, now you have to go down from your position of greatness. And Rashi says almost the same thing in Parshas Vaikra, in chapter 1, verse number 1, where it's written, Vaikra al Moshe Hashem called Moshe Rabbeinu, Vaidaber Hashem Elav Moel Moet Lemoel, and Hashem spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Rashi on Lemoel saying, says, that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell words of consolation to the Jewish people. Meaning, that he should tell the Jewish people that the only reason that Hashem speaks to Moshe Rabbeinu is because of the Jewish people. Because we see that during the 38 years after the sin of the spies, where the Jewish people were considered excommunicated in front of Hashem, Hashem never spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu. So we see from this Rashi also that even though Moshe Rabbeinu was a great leader, his position of greatness was a reflection of what the Jewish people are doing. Based on this, I wanted to say that right before the Passover, Moshe Allah, Eloloikim, that Moshe Rabbeinu came up to Hashem, it's written there, Vayichan Shom Yisrael that Israel rested opposite the mountain. Rashi asks, why is it written in a singular language? Not Vayachanu Israel. He says Vayichan Israel in a singular term. Rashi answers, Keish Echot, Belav Echot. That everybody was like one man in one heart, meaning that the whole Jewish people were united. As one person, therefore it's written in the singular. I wanted to say that because the Jewish people were united, because the Jewish people were as one, therefore Moshe Allah El Eloikim. Therefore Moshe Rabbeinu had the Madrega, had the schus, the merit, to go up all the way to Hashem, since Moshe Rabbeinu reflected what the Jewish people are doing, and now that the Jewish people are united, then Moshe Rabbeinu has the merit to go up all the way to Elohim, and because of that, it triggers in Hashem the Midas Achesed, and therefore, Vaikro Elav Hashem, Minahar, therefore Hashem calls them from the mountain, meaning that when the Jewish people are all united, that triggers in Hashem, uh, attribute of kindness. Therefore, Hashem, 
the attribute of kindness called Moshe Rabbeinu from the mount. And Hashem Isburach should help that we should all again be Keish Echot Belev Echot, like one person with one singular heart to serve Hashem, and will merit to have Moshiach come, the Beis Amidosh rebuild, Bimhera Beyomeinu Amen.